0: You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the Podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, three-step visibility engine by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. Today, I am talking with Sasha about all things mompreneur life, guilt, and stress, and how just life can feel so heavy at times as a mompreneur, especially. So with that being said, Sasha, welcome into the podcast. Thank you, Amy. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited for our conversation. And I am so excited to chat about this because it's something we've all dealt with, one if not all of these topics, at least on, for me, probably a weekly basis, if not more frequently. So just normalizing these conversations and things that we all need reminded of. So Sasha, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Absolutely. For those of you
1: that are not familiar, I am Sasha Morozov. I am a former executive with a social work uh, degree. And I love, love, love helping moms redesign their lives. That's really at the base of what I do. So I work with moms that are love and are killing it at the office. But when they come home, they feel like they're failing. Okay. They feel like it's a second shift of work, that it's heavy, that it's like, oh my gosh, before they even get through the door, those are my people. Those are my people where you're like, wait a minute, I don't understand how am I doing so well in my career, all of this, but that I can't like be calm for five minutes at home. Like if my clients saw me at the park on a Sunday, they would think I'm a total different person. So that is where I was. Also, I was on the executive level and I was doing all the things, but then I felt like when I was at home, it was heavy. I felt like it was just a lot. And I didn't feel like I had the best relationship with my boys. I have two boys, they're 10 and five. And I really was like, life cannot just be this. I did not get my master's and do all of the like climb the corporate ladder and all of this good stuff to not enjoy my life. Like if I'm not enjoying it, who is? And that's where things really started to pivot for me. And that's where I really stepped away and I started to focus on what is it that would be good for me? And that's where I developed my four step method, which focuses on self, home, relationships, and habits. And now I get to do it for other moms as well.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so incredible. And you bring up a great point in that, you know, we're meant to enjoy life. You think about it, our kids are only young for such a short period of time. I mean, it's, they're considered adults when they turn 18. Like I look at my life and I look back and I'm like, wow, I graduated high school more than 18 years ago now. Like that, that hasn't been that long, right? So yes, we're supposed to live and enjoy and just embrace the journey, which I love that you are helping moms navigate this because it's needed. And I think a lot of times the mom guilt factor kicks in that We do love our career. So that really creates an internal conflict. So how do moms stop feeling that guilt that, you know what? I I do enjoy my career. I do enjoy my business. I do enjoy this job outside of being mom.
1: Yeah. So one of the first things I always tell moms is really this idea that you are not choosing your career over your children. Okay? Like, get that out of your head right now what you are doing is you are making the best decision for you and your family with everything presented in front of you so guess what if that means that you're happy in your career that's the best choice for you there's a total different scenario if you're so unhappy and you're dragging and you have to do it because of financial stress and guess what financial stress it's, and having a job because of it, it's still the best decision for your family because that means that your family is still able to pay the bills, have a roof and all of these things. So there's like two elements of it, of women that actually do enjoy what they're doing and women that are working because they have to work. That's That's the bottom line of it. But what I'm saying is in both of those situations, it's not that you're choosing your children. What you're doing is you're choosing the best path forward for you. And guess what? If that changes down the line, that's okay as well. So that's a way to kind of separate yourself from the guilt because a lot of times I hear women being like, I'm never going to be around. I'm never going to see da, da 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 because I'm working late and this and that. And what I say is that may be what's in front of you right now, but let's look at the long vision because reality is things change. Like it's not how it used to be so many years ago where you worked at one organization or company for like 40 years and then they threw your a retirement party. Okay? We're not, It's not like a straight ladder. It's like a jungle gym. You may be here, you may be there. So reality is you don't know that in five years, 10 years, where you'll be, what business you may be doing, or what your life looks like. So with that, let go of the guilt. Separate yourself that it's not forever. And that it's only for what's happening in front of you right now.
0: Oh, I love that. And that jungle gym analogy is so good because yes, it is. And that's all any of us are doing. We are just making the best decision for our current circumstances. But I love how, too, you said, you know, it's okay if that changes, and that's probably going to change. And I think just knowing that and really accepting and embracing that, that can really alleviate some of that guilt and really help our lives to feel a lot less heavy. Yes, that's the biggest thing I try to
1: say is that, how do we enjoy life? Like, come on, it's about time we enjoyed life. We've worked hard enough all of these years to quote unquote, get to a place or to quote unquote, have that white picket fence and partner and blah, 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 all children in the home and business and blah, 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 right, like all of it. But at the end of the day, like when you're going to bed, what are you thinking about? What are those, some of those kind of aspirations? What are you kind of dreaming about? How do we get that in front of you versus your to-do list? And that's really where I dive in with women because what happens is we're so overwhelmed by whether it's social media, by you know other moms that we think are living a perfect life, and that uh, this mom is like in great shape, and she like takes her kids to this, and she's blah 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 like rocking it. But guess what? All of us are making a choice every single day. We're making a choice of what we prioritize and what we're willing to put on the back burner. So what I'm teaching women to do is how do you actually prioritize the things that matter to you versus maybe what society or the influencers and social media are telling you, you need to prioritize.
0: Mm, Yes. Because how often have we all just moved through life checking boxes? I was guilty of it. You know, you go to college, you get the degree, you find the husband, you get married, you have the house, you have the kids. But then it's like, are we just, you know, moving through the motions and being, you know, slaves to these to do lists that we just can't escape because we think it has to look a certain way? But the reality is, there is no mom out there living the perfect life, no matter what type of Images you're seeing on social media, there is not one woman, at least that I found, that has it all together all of the time. You know, it's just a constant juggling act. But the fact that you said it is a choice, you are making a choice and prioritizing what's important to you. And that can be a harsh reality, but it's the truth. And once you fully accept that, that's where you're Possibilities are endless when you can start to dream, start to really take the time to dive in. And what really matters to you is it, you know, hey, you know what? I'm loving my career and I feel like, you know, that helps me to be a better mom. I myself, I could never be a full-time stay-at-home mom. You know, I've I've been in positions where I've worked forty hours a week and had the kids. I've been part-time and had the kids. I've been a full-time entrepreneur and had the kids. You know, it's just really finding what works for you and to stop comparing ourselves with all these strangers on Instagram, right?
1: Yes, and what I will say with the whole stranger comparison is one of my things is that look I know myself okay and I know that one of the things is that I'm just not gonna spend like an hour to do my hair an hour to do my makeup and like go shopping for the latest styles. like it's just not me but guess what if that's somebody else's thing amazing I'm gonna celebrate that they look good okay but guess guess what they're also making a choice because them spending an hour two hours to whether it's to get ready to um you know shop to make sure the outfit matches to make sure that it's iron to make sure like all of those things that still takes time okay so that means they're giving something else up like for me i love to sleep okay so you're not gonna see me like raging at like midnight somewhere it's just not me like nine o'clock i'm like bye you know so Other people are are totally like, there's no way, like I want to do this, this and that. There are things that I give up because I want to be in bed by nine. And I'm totally fine with it. So instead of being jealous, that's like, oh my God, they're like out at this restaurant at like 11 and midnight and doing all of these things. It's like, okay, but realistic. once you get past that, It's like, okay, but do you really want that to be you? Like, okay, so let's go to dinner at like 1030 on a Friday. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait, I don't don't know if I'm up for that. And that's what happens. It's just like when you're looking at something, going past the initial like, oh, they have a perfect life. Like, well, what are they giving up? Because there's no way they're doing it all. We all only have 24 hours. So if they're spending three hours on a photo shoot or this or that or whatever, God bless. It's amazing. But still, they're still giving something up as a result. So if you want to do the three hour photo shoot, go for it, girlfriend. Go for it. But just know that something else is going to have to give.
0: Yes. Oh, that is so powerful. And it really goes back to just self acceptance, accepting who you are and what matters to you. Because I am the same way. I am in bed by nine o'clock. And I just know that's what I have to do. I prioritize sleep because if I'm not well-rested, I'm grumpy mom. And nobody likes grumpy mom. You know, it just, when I'm reactive, my kids are reactive, and it's just all around not good for any of us. So for me, making that choice to prioritize being in bed at 9 o'clock and not going out to bed, to dinner at 10.30 at night, yeah, that's a choice that I make. But yes, I will champion that mom that if she loves going out and getting all dolled up every night, like more power to you. If that works for you, you do you. I will do me. I will be in my comfy clothes under a blanket and probably falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. And I love where, that.
1: And that's where I also say is that pay attention. Like if yeah. you're getting that like jealousy feeling and be feeling, what is it about? Because a lot of times when we dig in, it's really not just about that they look Instagram perfect. Like there's something else is that, that, oh, they look like they're really enjoying life, right? That's kind of at the root of what I see sometimes. Or like, they look like they're really free. Well, we all can work towards that. That doesn't mean we're happy 24 hours a day. It doesn't mean that we're like a number one mom. If you ask my kids, they probably say, eh, maybe 40% of the time they like, you know? But the reality is, is that what is it when you kind of get that like either jealousy or like envy feeling? I want you like a tip is just to think about next level is like what is it about that? Or if you're attracted to someone that you're following somebody, like what is it about them that you enjoy, and how can you bring that
0: more to your life? Oh yes, I love that way of thinking about it because yes. It's totally all in our minds it's a how we view the situation it's how we reframe these thoughts i mean even as a business owner you know you can get stuck in scrolling and oh she's succeeding oh she's pulling in you know six figures she's doing 10k months all of this but at the same time i've reframed that to think okay well guess what it's possible so hey, how can I make this work for me? Like, what are they doing to make this happen? So such a good point.
1: And especially as women in business, one of the things I see is that women are like, okay, I want to have this goal, right? And then they may not reach that goal. And they're like, well, I didn't really believe I could have it or I didn't have enough belief in it. But what I'm saying is that, like, let's start with, like, proximity, like who is having who's achieving that goal? What positive things are they doing? Because especially as women, we put so much more on ourselves, especially if we own our own businesses we have like this, like we are superhuman and we are, we can do it all a hundred percent, but you also need a community. You also need mentorship. You also need to be around people that are doing it so that you can learn from it. So instead of being upset that you may not reach a goal, it's all about exactly what you're saying, like reframing. And it's all about, okay, what can I learn from this? Like, I really believe one of the things that stops people in business is not evaluating enough of what you've done in the week what mistakes you've made what you're going to do to course correct like we kind of just throw our hands in the pair that didn't work because yeah. what about it if there's steps when you break it down there's steps along the way and what step did it kind of veer off course that's what you need to fix stop personalizing that it's you and that the business is a reflection of you like i own a coaching business it's my brand it's me right like i'm quote unquote the product but even though i'm quote unquote the product i know what i do is good right the difference is, is i need to make sure that the steps line up so people understand exactly what i do because people may not be buying if they're not buying it's not because it's not, I don't have belief or I'm not good enough. It's something in my process is not clicking with people. So that is something I want to make sure I'm also bringing to women, especially women in business that are just like stuck in a way that I feel like can really propel forward.
0: Yes. Yes. Because when you take the emotion out of it, business is nothing more than just a bunch of experiments over and over. We're just trying different things. And if something doesn't work, get curious about it. Be like, okay, well, why didn't this work? Was it my messaging? Was it, you know, I I had a, a nurture sequence that just didn't work? Was I mean, there's so many factors. Was it the fact that everything ended up in spam and wasn't actually getting in front of my potential clients? Was it the fact that people weren't on stories that day, so they didn't see what I was promoting and... You know, we think a lot of times that we throw an offer out there one time and nobody buys that, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me. Well, no, it's because we're so inundated and overwhelmed with all of this information. People might not have consumed it that day. They might not have, it might've been like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll come back to that later. And then you forget because guess what? Life is busy. You know, whether you're a mom, a fur mom, an aunt, like, whatever capacity as a mom life is busy so you have to be consistent and yeah take the emotion out like you said is a game changer speaking of game changers something that i know a lot of people struggle with is the mom martyr myth we think we are the only one that can do something especially within our homes and you know we we get into this thing where okay i I'm so overwhelmed because I'm doing everything. How can we stop being the one doing it all in our homes?
1: Oh, I love that you brought that up because also something I'm so passionate about because I truly believe that Home is where your heart is, and I don't want any woman to feel like they're coming home and they're like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. Again, once in a while, totally fine. But if that's your everyday feeling, then something off. And a lot of times what's off is our relationships with that, because then we feel like we're not able to communicate. We're not able to feel supported. Maybe we're not seen, heard, all of it. So what I say to that a lot of times is the women that I coach work with, a lot of times they do have a partner in the home. So if we're thinking about somebody that has a partner in the home, then to me, it's really about your partner. It's not that they don't wanna help, okay? That is my number one thing I like to say. It's not that they don't wanna help, they don't know how. And then this is like the dialogue I get. Then it's like, well, I tell him 20 times to take out the garbage, he still hasn't taken out the garbage, right? And that's where I say, well, I'm sure you have told them 20 times to take out the garbage. And I'm sure it's been a repetitive thing for years now. Just like I've told my husband 20 times to pick up his socks and the laundry baskets over there, there are just some things that are either a never going to work or b just like in business. What part of the process didn't work, right? So instead, what I try to encourage women to do is really have a conversation to one, figure out how your, how your partner views the situation. Do they even see that you're the only one, he or she? Do they even see that you're the only one doing something in the house? Or do they think it's 50-50, right? Like, let's start at the basics. Have you even asked? Or even if you have older children that are doing chores, like, do they understand why chores are important that this is something that we do as a family? Like, my kid actually the other day was like, you know, some of my friends, they um, they get an allowance or they get money for doing chores. And I said, well, that's great for them. But in our family, for me, it's that we're all a family. Like this is part of being a family, being part of a household is that we all help each other out. And chores is not something, you know, that's just for you or just for me. It's it's just a way of being. It's something that we do. So once you understand of where they're kind of coming from, what they actually see, that's when you actually have a conversation, whether at that time or another time, say, hey, you know, this is something really important. I want to make sure we talk about it. Because the last thing you want to do is like walk by as like somebody's watching TV and be like, why did not you take out the garbage? That's <laughs> so not productive. OK, can we just like like come up? the garbage is overflowing and you're like the garbage is overflowing again again reactive not proactive and we're all about getting proactive so having the conversation and with that that conversation doesn't have to be about garbage the biggest mistake i see women make in this in these conversations is that they're they're already at like a high level they're already so invested and the other partner is at like a zero and you're at like a 10 invested about the garbage, even though it's like simple. And yes, I understand, it's just taking it out and putting it in the bag, da, da, da. I get it. But reality is, you're not matching up. And when you're not matching up, it's not gonna be productive. So instead, I try to encourage women to have a conversation about something else that they can take on in the house that they either choose, and the biggest part is something that's not gonna irritate you, okay? Because guess what? if you are gonna if they're not gonna take out the garbage by like garbage day and that's gonna make you lose your mind that should not be somewhere that you start it's like walking into work the first day nobody gives you the biggest like client right you have to work up to it so it's the same thing in relationships within our home so if you're feeling like you're doing the only you're the only one doing something at home I encourage you to have a conversation to figure out where your partner or older children feel, how it's going, and then really talk to them about what is something they can take on that's simple, that both of you can agree on, and that we build up from
0: there. Oh, what a great method, because really it boils down to, like you said, communication. Like if they're at a zero and you're at a 10, They don't even know what's going on half the time. They may not even realize that this is causing you stress. So what's passive aggressiveness going to do about it? You know, you're boiling that you're walking by that trash that they said they were going to take out 10 times and it hasn't been done yet. But yeah, I love that. You're just sitting down and having those conversations and finding ways to make things work. So, so good. And it's the
1: same thing in our business, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like we talked about, it's like all of these strategies you can implement all across
0: the board. Yes. Yes, exactly. And that makes life so much easier because you shouldn't be doing it alone. You know, I encourage my family, like we're a team, like we all contribute to the team and you may not like it all the time, but you know, right now you're under my house. So it's my rules and I'll be the mean mom, but I'm not meant to do all of it. I am not your housekeeper. I am not your, you know, your laundry service. You're capable. And that's the cool part is my kids have gotten older. And two, it's empowering them with life skills.
1: Oh, I cannot stress that. It was one of my biggest things I love is the fact that that, I want my kids to grow up to not need me, okay? I I obviously always want them to love me, and I want to have a beautiful relationship with them. All of that is so, so, so so important to me. But at the same time, I want them to grow up to be them. I want to empower them. I want to make sure that they feel comfortable in their skin, and they understand choices they have and that they're able to make all the bad choices now when they're 10 and 5 and not when they're like 30 and 25 or anything like that but hey hopeful thinking right if i make them figure out their own laundry they're gonna mess up the laundry now versus later on or things i mean it's just little stuff but exactly all of that really contributes and guess what how much easier is it for us when they're doing things on their own, right? That they, it's not like, mom, you didn't pack me lunch. I'm like, I'm sorry, uh, excuse you, right? Like I'm not the one gonna need a lunch. So let's reframe that and you can pack your own lunch. Thanks, Pat.
0: Yeah, and isn't that such a game changer? Like when your kids pack their own lunches for me, like that was one thing I hated. I hated packing their lunches. I don't know what it is about packing lunches that I'm just like, Burr. So I, this, I think it's been two years now that I'm like, okay, kids, we're going to learn to pack our own lunches. And they do it. And they actually do a really good job. You know, yes, there's days when I walk in the kitchen and there's jelly all over the place. There's like crust laying on the floor, but you know what? They're, they're doing it and we're getting better. There's less jelly on the floor and on the counter now, and things are more contained and they actually do a pretty good job. So it's just, like you said, you know, teaching them and empowering them and teaching them these life skills
1: which is important. Like I just had somebody over, they were staying with us, they were visiting and their 15 year old son said, mom, you know, you didn't pack me something, you know? And I was like, you pack his lunch, like his suitcase? Like my 10 year old, since he was like eight, packs his own suitcases for trips. And if he doesn't bring something, okay, you know, I might look it over. If it's like a big trip, I might look it over, you know, weight and like stuff like that. But otherwise, like it's his body his choice what he wants to do what he wants to wear you know my kid honestly you know I'll totally be honest he's like such a sports guy and literally refuses to wear jeans like it's all sweatpants so guess what I just went and bought more sweatpants so he's not wearing like two pairs of sweatpants like you know five times a week or something so what right Right. like what's gonna happen if he doesn't wear jeans like Right. I mean, I will put, I will draw the line if it's like a birthday party or like synagogue or something like that. That's where I draw the line. But everything else, like free game, like let him be him. Have fun.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I know. I do the same thing with my girls too. When they go over to grandma's for the night, they pack their own suitcases. And you know, I double check just to make sure. I'm like, Hey, do you have your toothbrush? Do you have, you know, all the essentials, but yeah, they are so capable and now they're pretty independent with it it's like okay i don't think you forgot anything and if you did guess what your grandma's house is really not a big deal and you know we'll figure it out and if you get upset about it guess what you learned something for next time so yes i love it sasha this was such a good conversation where can we learn more about you
1: oh my gosh if you are enjoying what i'm saying please head on over to sasha xhome.com and you can download the five steps to coming home happy after work because like I said I want you to walk in that door feeling good you can find me I have a Facebook group from moms where I post stuff go live you can ask questions and I'm all over in different social medias you can find it all there
0: amazing well thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect with our listeners today
1: absolutely thank you it's been so so fun
0: It really has. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.